Gentlemen, start your engine. Live from our studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Fox Sports Spartanburg presents Start Your Engines. Here is your race team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black, author and veteran motorsports journalist Deb Williams, local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill, former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore, and here is your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author Perry Allen Wood. And good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on another gorgeous fall Saturday morning. It's great out there. Morning, Ronnie. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing a little better than you are today, I think. Well, of course, he's referring to Spartan High biting the dust last night against Burns, but it was my fault. It was my fault. I I I really appreciate you you doing that. (laughs) I didn't start listening to the game until the, the only play I heard, well, I heard some afterwards. But the only play I heard, or the first play I heard, was the interception for a touchdown that sealed the deal for Burns. Yeah. And uh, and honestly, when it happened, I didn't realize how little time was left on the clock. Well, uh, it something just happened. I don't know what it was, but my headphones just went out. And I, don't, I haven't touched a single button here, so I don't know exactly what did it. But the needles are moving, so I assume we're, uh, we're, in, we're in business. I don't know what happened. But anyway, we're not going to dwell on the. Uh, I just changed headphones. I use my headphones. I'm I'm not getting anything in my headphones either. Hmm. Well, I wonder what it is. I didn't know. It might be something we need to address. <laughs> I don't know what it is either. You're not well, getting anything. Nope. The problem's going to come in is when we have our our guest callers. All right, how about now? No, no. Well, call Tyler. I didn't touch a thing. <laughs> I'll do that. I didn't touch a thing. So uh, they went out. But, um, yeah, it would be helpful. We're going to have to have our headphones when we call the, when we call people. Anyway, uh, I see a knob here that says uh, headphones, but it's not making any difference. And I swear I didn't touch anything. And this is terrible because this seems like every week we get off to a screwy start like this. <laughs> but then it usually writes itself and we, we end up doing good. Well, it better hurry because we're going to need a lot of phones today. We have, uh, of course, Deb Williams coming on in uh, 13 minutes. And we've got, um, how about now? Got it. All right. Are yours, can you hear yeah. yours? Now? Okay. Okay. It was a, I, I, there's no way I touched that button. But I saw a strange light on up here, and uh-huh. I, I turned it off, and we're back in business. Yay. Yay. So, anyway, uh, yeah, back to the football game. That was uh, – I'll take credit for it. I heard one play, and it was the one that lost the game for Spartan High. But, on the other hand, it won the game for a lot of Burns fans and you, and well, uh, was, I'm happy for you. Even had that not happened and Spartanburg had continued to drive and, and gone ahead, it was either way a great game. Yeah. But, I'm glad it turned out like it did, of course. But low scoring. Yeah. 21 well, to 9. I know they've already been all over this stuff this morning, but I really don't know who did what other than Spartan High. Dorman won, I see. They came back with 
took their first lead of the game with 22 seconds left on the clock. Okay. And, uh, of course, I guess a lot of our listeners are probably affected by the terrible accident up in uh, Chesney yesterday that canceled the Landrum-Chesney game. And uh, I don't know any details about it other than there was a a car crash. and Three deaths. Three young people, I guess it was, were were killed. Uh, I don't know where. One report I saw said that they were on their way to the football game. Yeah, well, it was about three o'clock in the afternoon, wasn't it? Yeah, three thirty, something like that. Well, it's it's terrible, it's terrible. I don't know any details, and we're not gonna. Uh, but the Chesney community or, is in our prayers. Well, they certainly are, and uh, I'm sure uh, that's probably uh, affects a whole lot wider area than that. So, just a terrible thing, and I'll just let everybody uh, find out what happened on their own. I, I I don't know anything other than there was a bad accident uh, and some deaths. Greg uh, couldn't be with us this morning. He right. uh, twisted his ankle. Yeah. And and Greg has to come down uh, a dozen or so steps to get out of his house, plus his driveway where he walks down to the street to meet you. No, he doesn't walk down oh, the street. Oh, you pull I, up there? I go as far okay. as I can, but still, it's uh, it's like climbing uh, up Pikes Peak. It is. So, uh, but hope you get to feeling greater, better, Greg, and see you next week. Hope so, hopefully that will happen. But we've got a great show lined up for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. really do. Um, in 19, oh, probably 58 or 59, Rex White moved down to, a, I think he might have originally been from the Hickory area where he lives now. Well, I, I know it, that he says he lives in his boyhood home, so I guess it was in Hickory. But he moved to Spartanburg, uh, Rex White did, uh, in 58 or 59. And uh, his crew chief became, and Rex was the car owner, and his crew chief became uh, Louis Clements, which is the brother of Jeremy Clements' father. Jeremy Clements' father is Crawford Clements, and uh, his brother's Louis. And Louis won the 1960 Grand National Championship, which has now evolved into Cup. Winston, uh, no, it was Winston Cup. Now mm-hmm. they just call it Cup. And uh, because the title sponsor changes so often. But Rex won the championship in 1960, uh, driving. He, he was living in Spartanburg. Louis Clements lived in Spartanburg, and uh, his brother Crawford lived in Spartanburg. And the um, the whole operation was right over there on White Af- Have- White Avenue and a little brick white building that's still, easy for you to say that still stands there. And uh, when people uh, I, every once in a while. In fact, I saw somebody in Mount Airy said, if I come to Spartanburg, will you take me around to the old race shops and everything? And, yeah, I, I, I do that. I ride by them every once in a while myself. But uh, they raced out of a little white building over on White Avenue, and his name's Rex White. Well, Rex, is uh, he's had some health problems, and he had polio anyway. He right. tells some hilarious stories about being in Rex, especially once in the Mexican road race when he got out. And uh, they saw his foot was twisted, and uh, he was walking with a limp. And they said, oh, we got to get you to the hospital right away. And he said, no, this is normal. This is the <laughs> way I am. And they always got a big kick out of telling stories like that. But Rex is 93 years old. He is the oldest living champion in NASCAR and probably a lot of other series. Um, and uh, he's going to join us. He's Just an all-around good guy. He's a great guy. And, and I hadn't seen him in quite a few years when we did that uh, – history of auto racing in spartanburg county that i did back in uh 2012 for the 
at, they had it at the Chapman Center. Rex, of course, was one of the guests of honor that we had in there on the, the day of the big opening. And I think he might have even been there when we uh, had the show uh, dropping the hammer from uh, the Chapman Center. But anyway, Rex uh, hadn't been around too much. He'd been in some fairly poor health. And when I found out that he was going to be in Shelby last Saturday or last Sunday to that uh, that little get-together that uh, Phil Combs had, I said, I, I got to go up there for no other reason than to see Rex because I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Oh, and what I was going to say about the, the event at the Chapman Center, Rex had just had a, 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 a little – some kind of operation, an e-operation or something, hip operation. And he was pushed around all during the thing in a wheel in my mother's wheelchair by my son, Jake, who uh, is, a, it was a funny story. And he still, he still refers to Jake as his chauffeur. And so anyway, Rex hadn't been around for a while. He'd had some bad health problems. And I, we saw him last week at Shelby and he looked great. I mean, his hair was completely white. Of course, he's 93 years old. But he looked fantastic. And he was sitting on the back of a trailer that they had there for him. And he uh, up in his wheelchair with a sign in front of him that said, Rex White, 1960 champion, Grand National champion. And he, uh, I mean, he looked like the king of Egypt or something sitting up there. He really <laughs> looked good. And I, I, it was worth the trip up there when Greg and I walked up to him and uh the smile that came over his face when he saw me and Greg was was worth the trip up there. He was genuinely happy to see us, and uh, and I got got to talking to him, and and he he sounded fine. He, he hearing's a little bad, but that so's a lot of people's. You have to talk rather loud to him, but he uh, he was he looked in such good shape and was in such good spirits and everything. I asked him if he'd like to come on the show. Because we haven't had him in a couple of years, and then I remember the last time we had him, his hearing was uh, you know, you, you got to talk up to to Rex so he can hear you. And when but, when was it that we called and he was in the grocery store? I don't remember. That, that might have been on on Dale's show. Well, it might have been. Yeah, yeah. He well, I mean, yeah, he was probably only in his eighties then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been on the air. This is our sixth year, so it would have been if it was on Dale's. But anyway, he. Uh, he sounds fine. He said he'd love to do the show. And I got to thinking about it on the way home. And uh, I said, you know what would. Oh, and what, I, so I confirmed it with him yesterday and everything's fine. He's ready to go. I'm going to call him at 11 o'clock. But I also had arranged for uh, I asked Jeremy because they're off this week for uh, the last time before the end of the season. And I, I figured he had a cruise or a lot of things planned or whatever. So I asked uh texted jeremy and asked him if he'd like to be on the show and, and uh because his great uncle is going to be on 11 so would he right. like to come on 11 20 and jeremy said he'd love to come on 11 20 so uh jeremy clements and so when I, I confirmed yesterday with rex that that uh that i was going to call him at 11 o'clock and all that stuff he said uh i told him that jeremy clements was going to come on after him and he was really thrilled about it that's great i mean that blood relatives so yeah. uh I don't know how often they get to see each other, but, uh, you, you know, that will be kind of a family reunion today, and I'm looking, oh, absolutely. looking forward to uh, – I'm going to go ahead and say it. I can't, I can't hold back. <laughs> I asked Jeremy if he'd like to come in the studio and do the show, and, uh, and that way he could talk to Rex. 
And he said, yes, he'd love to. It's his weekend off, and he had some things he wanted to do. But um, For this, he would come in. He, he will, and uh, Rex doesn't know it yet. So it's going to be a, a real thrill, I think, for Rex and Jeremy to actually get to talk to each other, to converse, and uh, Ronnie and I will be in on it. I'm sorry Greg couldn't make it, but uh, the silver lining there is we don't have to share a microphone. Right. <laughs> Jeremy will have his own mic. And so Jeremy will come on at um, 11 o'clock when I interview Rex, and then we'll drop Rex off because, uh, you know, he's we only give our legend guests 20 minutes anyway. Sometimes they'd run over. But uh, I imagine 20 will be about right for Rex. And then we can do uh, 20 with Jeremy and let him go on about his weekend. So uh, it's going to be a very, very Clements-flavored show. And I'm just real thrilled we could put it all together. Not a thing wrong with that. No. And uh, so Jeremy Clements will talk to Rex. And uh, hopefully they'll have some good going back and forth between each other. I'm looking forward to talking to both of them. Jeremy is, uh, he's very accommodating to us. He, uh, of course, shows up every Wednesday at Rockers with uh, Alex and, and Ryan Clary. And he does a, a great job of promoting the our station, WSPG, AM and FM. Always carries it on his car. And he is just, uh, he, he's our link to the big time right now we don't have a cup driver and have it for a few years we don't have a cup team so uh but jeremy represents us very well he is having a tough year of it he's had a lot of uh setbacks um this past week he had a top 10 in the bag probably but yeah he was in 10th i believe when they got the last um start with about eight laps to go it wasn't a green white checker and the next thing I knew, he wasn't there anymore. And as it turned out, he had a loose wheel. So it yeah. was it was like a, unfortunately, a self-inflicted wound, I guess you'd call it. Somebody had to leave it loose, I suppose. But that, it well, happens. It's just happened a lot for Jeremy this, this, this year. His troubles this year have nothing to do with his driving. No. In fact, he has dodged so many wrecks. It's amazing. Absolutely. And they usually, they usually start right beside him or right beneath him or right in front of him. And no, he's done a great job driving, but just doesn't have anything to show for it. And I don't mean to say that all of his problems have been self-inflicted, but some of them have, some of them have. Some just haven't stands. Well, like at, uh, what was it, Road Atlanta, he had a, a maybe a top five. Mm-hmm. And two of the high-dollar teams uh, near him mixed it up and had a crash, and they took Jeremy with them. And yeah. I mean, he was, I, I mean, I had visions in that race of him actually maybe winning it. So, uh, been a tough year for Jeremy, but he's a, uh, he keeps his chin up. I saw the, I saw him. I heard him talking Wednesday about the Halloween car, which I can't wait to see a picture of. Oh, that'll be good. But I did see that's the the. I don't know if that's the Roval or not. I, probably, I don't know. We'll ask him. another question for Jeremy. But I did see the one for uh, maybe this is the Roval car. It's for uh, Whitaker Chevrolet over in Charlotte, mm-hmm. and it's black and white, and it's a beauty. So anyway, we'll talk to Jeremy. And Rex White at 11 o'clock. And then uh, we'll do a little more with Jeremy after we let Rex go at 11.20. But we got Deb Williams in. Just a couple of minutes. Well, just on the other side of these commercials. So let's get with it. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. 
Start your engines. We'll be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Have you been in a car or motorcycle wreck or an accident involving an 18-wheeler? Have you been injured in a workplace accident? If any of these things happen to you, you need to call the Carolina Law Group today. The Carolina Law Group isn't afraid of the big insurance companies, and they will fight for you. Call today to speak with an attorney for a free consultation. In Spartanburg and Greer, call 757-5555. And in Greenville, call 312-4444. The Carolina Law Group attorneys are your local injury lawyers. With four convenient locations to serve you in Spartanburg, Greenville, and Greer. Visit them online today at thecarolinalawgroup.com. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. The Braves are National League East champs, locking up their sixth straight division crown. Ready with a 2-2. Here it comes. Got him swinging strike three. And the Braves are National League East champions for the sixth year in a row. For the sixth straight season, the Braves are kings of the East. We'll bring you every pitch of the postseason as Atlanta makes a run at the Fall Classic. All live on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. USC Upstate returns to the heart of downtown Spartanburg and Morgan Square on October 5th for Morgan Square Madness. Powered by Ingles, meet the 2023 Spartan men's and women's basketball teams live in the middle of Morgan Square. It's fun for the whole family with games, prizes, music, and of course, basketball. Get details for this exciting event at UpstateSpartans.com forward slash madness. That's UpstateSpartans.com forward slash madness. Don't miss Morgan Square Madness. Powered by Ingles. Thursday, October 5th, starting at 6 p.m. Find an old 35mm film camera? Are you using one now? Do you want to? Where do you go to get your film developed? Spartan Photo Center, the last full-service camera store in South Carolina. They have all sorts of new and used cameras, digital and film. Remember film? They develop 35mm and 120-sized color negative film three times a week. Black and white every couple of weeks. Get your film developed, scanned, printed, or cloud delivered to you by Google Drive or Dropbox. Need film? They've got film. 35mm color and black and white. Spartan Photo Center, 108 Garner Road, just off North Pine Street, across from the Food Lion. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. 
Deb Williams is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Now let's go live to Deb. Good morning, Deb. How are you? Good morning. Just fine, thank you. How about yourself? I'm doing fine. Uh, you didn't go to Talladega, did you? No, I did not. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't ask you, so uh, you're not trackside, but close enough for us. You're a lot closer than uh, I'll be for a while. Uh, well, last week, Texas, um, William Byron uh, won again. He's won more than anybody else this year, and he looked he looked pretty strong doing it. That's true. He uh, and Rudy Fugel definitely have a form. They're a formidable pair, and I think he's. You've got to definitely tag him as one of the favorites to go all the way to the championship four. I think right now, he and Denny Hamlin are the two strongest that are you see week in and week out. Yeah, and I guess maybe the guy that uh, is going to be the most desperate to win a race and is obviously capable of doing it would be Kyle Busch because he fell out early and uh, now he's uh, he's back in uh, the next four to drop off unless something happens and it was uh, it was pretty devastating to his chances and he was not all that happy about it either well you know as you know i was at the drag races last weekend so i wasn't really clued in on everything that was going on at texas but it's my understanding that he kept telling his crew there was something wrong and they kept uh telling him to stay out so i think that's a situation where he could have maybe not been out as early as he was if they'd let him come on in. I think if I'd been the driver and known there was a problem with my car, I'd have just ignored what they told me and come on in. Yeah, I think I would have too. Um, it's uh, it's definitely a setback. The other ones back there with him are uh, Ryan Blaney, one of Penske's cars, and uh, uh, your guy that you chose last week, Reddick, Tyler Reddick, and, and Bubba Wallace. So uh, we will uh, we'll see how it plays out as today they go to – or this weekend to Talladega, there is no uh, Xfinity race down there. They will have the trucks today, though. And uh, Corey Heim is re- leading that championship. But the um, Talladega, it's it's a crapshoot anyway. Who knows who's going to win? Uh, and so there's a chance for uh, just for anybody to win. I, I don't think you can say that every weekend like you can at Talladega because we've had so many first-time and only-time winners uh, at this race. At this racetrack, that's true. You know, you've had uh, Bobby Hillen Jr. and uh, Richard Brickhouse and Phil Parsons, and uh, yeah, there's there's been uh, numerous first time and only time wins that have come there at Talladega. But you know, really, we've got it's always been a high speed chess game. That's what it's always been ever since the track opened, and it's become even more so now but so is daytona now and so is atlanta the way that track has been redone so but talladega still it's one of those things where you just hold your breath till you go in and hopefully you can come out with a car that you can drive onto the lift rather than having it pushed on or the remnants of it pushed (laughs) on so it's uh it will definitely be interesting to see who comes out of it and you know, that the one race in this round of 12 that everybody was most concerned about, and rightfully so. You know, I wouldn't particularly 
I've never cared for the track, quite honestly. But um, uh, when I was there covering in person, I would never sleep the night before the race. I was always so antsy about it. And granted, we have more safety in the cars now than ever before. They're, the cars are the safest now, but still, you never know what's going to happen. I was there on pit road the day that Bobby Allison went into the fence. I was in the press mm. box when Neil Bonnet went into the fence. So it's uh, I've been there through a lot of really bad crashes. And, you know, it's, when you think about the cars that have gone upside down, I know the day that um, uh, the car went out of the track. Yes. And everybody was focused on that, and they weren't focused on the driver that was bleeding out um, down there on the infield. And fortunately, we had a photographer right there, Brian Hallman, and and Brian was able to see what was happening through his telephoto lens, and he called me on the scene's two-way radios and told me, he said, tell NASCAR they got to get an ambulance here, and they got to get an ambulance right now. This person's bleeding out. Yeah. And so, you know, fortunately they got there and, and he was saved. But uh, there's just so much that can happen at that track. There's so much unknown. And it's uh, I always just pray for a safe race. Yeah. That, that's all I ask for out of Talladega. But it's definitely anybody's, anybody's win. Anybody that can get it can move on to the uh, next round. I've got to stick up for Spartanburg and Spartanburg County with uh, another one of those First-time, only-time winners was Dick Brooks, and James Hilton won his first. He ended up winning two cup races, but his first one was at Talladega and was quite an upset. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, I've always liked Talladega. I, I've been down there when they've had a few pretty nasty crashes. I was there when Tiny Lund uh, got it on the backstretch. So, uh, and, you know, the thing about that day, I think I've pointed it out before, Everybody in the garage area, that was in 1975, August 17th, if I'm not mistaken, because the big talk, and that's when Greg used to slip me in the pits, him or Danny Fowler, one of them. But I remember a lot of people were talking that morning about, uh, that was the morning Mark Donahue got hurt in Austria, driving Penske's Formula One car. And, of course, he uh, he was conscious and everything and actually lived till about Wednesday. But uh, we, we lost Tiny that day, too. Bud Moore's car won the race with with Buddy Baker. So, uh, yeah, a lot can happen at Talladega. Uh, some scary things. Uh, the last race, a Spartanburg car ever won. And Ron, uh, Ron and uh, Keselowski's first win was at, at Talladega when he drove for Phoenix Racing. So, uh, yep, Talladega's uh, always interesting, and uh, and I'm sure it won't be any different this week. Uh, or this, uh, you, know, you know something I realized last night just caught my eye, Deb? There's only five... 500 mile races in cup anymore i mean one of them's a 600 miler but you've got you've got uh the daytona 500 both the races at talladega the southern 500 and um the world 600 of course the 600 miles but uh you know it used to be a 500 mile race you know even at dover or someplace and they've uh they've really cut back which is good uh but i didn't realize there were only five left now well, I really hadn't thought about that either, but the reason they cut back was pure and simple. It was TV. TV wants a three-and-a-half-hour window and or, you know, no more than that. And that's the sole reason that uh, they have reduced the mileage of these races and, and reduced them by 100 miles. And, and 500 used to be the magic number, and I think a lot of it was because of the Indianapolis 500. Right. 
But you think back, and the big question was, can the cars go 500 miles? So 500 was the magic number, and even when they started cutting back, um, they might say 500 in kilometers because yes. they still wanted to keep that 500 magic number. But it doesn't seem like the fans pay as much attention to that now as they used to when all that that was offered at a race was the race, you know, where you didn't have all the extravagant shows and the Ferris wheel and the midways and, excuse me, there's just a lot more bang for the buck now, so to speak, than there used to be. So I think that's maybe the reason. And people don't want to sit as long and watch, you know. That's, um, it's it's an instant gratification society and nobody wants to, to spend that much time at a racetrack. Boy, I tell you what. Or watching on TV. I never went to Dover, but I listened to those 500-mile races. I guess even when uh, they started televis- televising all of them, uh, some of those uh, were 500, but they went on forever. A 500-mile race at Talade- at, uh, at Dover or uh, at Pocono it took quite a while to run that race. And, uh, the, when you're in well, the caution flag, it, the it's ones so at, slow. The ones at Pocono, the ones at Pocono, did not seem nearly as long as the ones at Dover. Yeah, well, trust me, I sat through all of them, <laughs> and and the press, the press box at Dover is when Jeff Gordon was just about ready to lap the second place car and put an entire lap on the field. Is when I fell asleep in the press box. Oh my goodness! And that's bad when you're on radio communications with all the photographers and you're supposed to be keeping them up on what's going on. But, um, you know, Pocono is not that bad because Pocono is the same length of track as Daytona. So the 500-mile races at Pocono were the same number of laps as the Daytona 500 or the, uh, you know. So to me, that wasn't that bad. I think the reason they seemed so long at Pocono was because of the design of the track. Everybody got so strung out, and it became a fuel mileage race. And I think that's the reason the Pocono seems so long. But, um, you know, it Dover, yeah, on a one-mile track, 500 laps, that that was a long race. i tell you, um, another thing, uh, that's a, a generation ago. I mean, today's race fan, I would say an awful lot of them i don't know if the majority and i would say probably the majority don't remember those days or, or weren't around back when we had so many 500 mile races so this is what they've uh they've always been accustomed to and so i i guess i guess that's why i mentioned it because uh i mean i i've been around for so long i remember when there were a lot of 500 mile races and now there's only five so anyway um yeah your perspective Once again on, it goes to how tv controls the sport Yep, everything. TV wants that three-hour window. Yeah. That's the same reason that they put pitch clocks in baseball and timed in other sports because of TV. That's right. You're exactly right. And, you know, the reason they put the shot clock in basketball was because of uh, Dean Smith's four corners offense. Right. I remember that. <laughs> I remember yeah. seeing South Carolina play Maryland. Maryland coached by Lefty Drizelle and South Carolina by Frank McGuire. And I think at uh, halftime, it was in Columbia. I was there as a cheerleader at my freshman year. And um, I think the halftime score was something like 8-7 to 
six or something like that, and the final score was a, you know, it was very very low, like uh, something like uh, twenty five to seventeen. You know, it was it was really low, and that was they just stand there in the four corners and and dribble, and nothing ever happened, and it was. Mm-hmm. They, they had to bring the shot clock to college for that. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, gosh, I'm so old. I remember all this stuff. Uh, okay, let's do our uh, point standings here. And Deb, uh, by virtue of you, uh, your guy dropping out so early last week, uh, you've still got well, 48 no, points. no, 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 no. What? That's not correct. He did not drop out early. He was involved in the multi-car crash that w- that occurred like with 10 laps to go. That was what caused him to go out because he led one time for 36 laps and he won stage one. Okay. They, and he was running in the top 15, if not the top 10, when I think it was top 15, when he had that big crash. They had the big crash on the front stretch and he got caught in that. So he didn't go out early like Kyle Busch did. Well, I... Maybe what I was trying to say was he went out earlier than the other people that we picked. So uh, as far as that goes, don't yell at me. I'm on. This. Sometimes you deserve it, Perry. Three or four people are listening to us, and uh, you know, one of them might be related. Anyway, Deb's got forty-eight points. Ronnie, you've got forty-three. I've got forty-one. Lanny's got thirty-eight, and Greg, who couldn't be with us this morning, has sixteen. So uh, let's. Uh, Let's, uh, Deb, since you are, you're in such fine voice this morning, you can go first. <laughs> I want Keslowski, please. Okay, and I need to find a pen that works. Uh, Ronnie, you know who you might like to pick? Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and pick Harvick. Well, that's a, once again, I say that's a pretty good limb because uh, he is going to win a race, I predict, before it's over with. I'll stick with... Uh, I really want to pick um, Suarez, uh, but I better I better stay with Elliot. I'll stay with Elliot and uh, number nine and uh, Lanny. If you will text me in yours, uh, I will uh, record it here and email it to Deb right away. Deb, some other things happened this week um, in the in the news. Like uh, where's my news? I got it right here in my hand. Uh, Kyle Busch sold his uh, truck team to uh, Spire Motorsports. That caught a lot of people off guard. And that was a surprising event because, you know, a lot of us thought that he would keep the truck team as a pass for Brexton to come up through the ranks. But uh, it's interesting how he's restructuring his life and finances. Um, that. He has sold his plane. He has put his house on Lake Norman for sale. And I found out the other day that he has put his house in the Bahamas up for sale. So that, um, it's interesting. Nobody can really figure out why he's restructuring. And, you know, it'll be curious to see what he says in his press conference at Talladega at 1130 Eastern time. So... It'll also be interesting to see if he's going to drive in any more truck races. Well, you know, now when he was winning, and I used to rail about it on the air, he was winning all those truck races. <laughs> and uh, was that his team he was driving for, or was was at the beginning what, did uh, Gibbs have a truck team? That's his team. Okay, so 
All right, mm-hmm. so which leads to my next question. Do you think, um, I don't think they're as dominant as they once were, and, and he doesn't seem to drive as often. I know there's a limitation on how often they can drive. But my point is, do you think the move from uh, uh, Toyota to Chevrolet had anything to do with uh, a lack of performance, or am I just imagining all this? No, you're not imagining it. It um, was definitely a situation where he has been animate about not being able to drive in as many truck races. He doesn't like that at all uh, as far as um, trying to figure out what's wrong with the truck. He just doesn't feel that because he's so limited in the number of truck races he can drive that he can't find out things to help the truck team anymore. And I was told a few days ago that when he was the Toyota truck team, he was a development team for Toyota, and Toyota was basically footing the bill. And then when he switched to Chevrolet, Chevrolet did not step up with the money like Toyota had been doing, and that could be a very good reason as to why he's doing it as well. Yeah. I got to mention, I just got two texts, one of them from Lanny, He'll take Larson, and the other from Mike Hill saying that 500 miles at Dover was worse than the 24 hours at Daytona. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that's accurate. <laughs> and listen, I was wondering, uh, Deb, what do you think about the, the Wonder Bread and the old Spice car being in, in the race well, this weekend? I never, I, I mean, I know they're building a really good marketing deal around it, and I know they're having a lot of fun with it. I was never a ricky bobby talladega nights fans i've so, never seen the movie yet i refuse to watch it. I, i've i've seen bits and pieces of it uh simply when i would be channel surfing and the scene in the movie where he's running down the track yelling that he was on fire that was filmed on the back stretch at charlotte and they were filming it one night as I was leaving the track because it was race weekend, and I happened to see them filming it as I was driving out through the tunnel because that's where it was. And that's been the, my extent of it. And and I think the statement in there or the prayer where it says, and thank the Lord for my smoking hot wife, <laughs> that, that's that been one of those statements that has stayed around for years. That Unless we actually the minister had a... who said it in the invocation at Nashville. Yeah, I was going to say we race. had one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's my exposure to Talladega Nights. Well, I'm the so. minority in this conversation because I thought it was hilarious. Well, a lot of people did. Uh, I, you know, one of the things that turned me off... I, the previews, and um, the, back then when uh, Mike Joy and Darrell Waltrip and I mean all these other people, you know, were talking about it, you think it was the, you know, it was the greatest movie ever. And I just said, you know, I just can't. I understand hype and stuff because of, you know, uh, you know, being on television, you know, Fox and all that stuff. I don't know if Fox p- produced that movie or not. I doubt it, but. Anyway, I just I just didn't like the way all these people were obviously sucking up to it, uh, saying it was it was so great. And I just you know that's maybe my imagination. But let me let me touch on two more things here, Deb. Racetrack wise, and uh, the first one is thank goodness that Indianapolis is going back to the the two and a half mile uh, rectangle with rounded curves for the 
Xfinity and the Cup races next year instead of their road course, which I, I never liked. Well, we knew that was going to happen when we were there at Indy in August because they did a tire test on Monday and Tuesday after the Indianapolis race this year. So, you know, there wouldn't have been any reason for doing the tire test if they weren't going back to the Oval next year. So we all knew that at that time. And the other thing racetrack-oriented is uh, the All-Star Race coming back to North Wilkesboro, which... uh, I mean, I have no problem with that. That's fine. More power to them. I think it's great to relive uh, and revive that track. But that was the worst race of the year so far. I mean, it just Kyle Larson took the lead. I think they had one break. I'm not in favor of more breaks or anything, but it just it was just a, to me a lousy race. Well, it was a typical old style North Wilkesboro race, and they Kyle Larson had the penalty. And they pit road penalty, and he was put at the end of the field, and he drove back up through the field. And, yeah, I mean, he he had it. The interesting thing was that I found out either yesterday or two days ago was that before that race, Ray Everham took all of his notes from the 1996 race to Hendrick Motorsports. But how in the world could those be uh, that – uh, beneficial with an entirely different type of car. The same racetrack. Yeah, same but the pavement. car is different. I mean, I don't see how any kind of... Yeah, the car is different, but at least you know what tire wear is going to be, and you know... Do you? You know, sure. Well, I, I, so know, much has changed. It's the same racetrack. Yeah, but it's the same sca- racetrack. It's changed in, a, a lot in 30 years, and uh, I just... Uh, I and some others, which I didn't actually come up with this idea, but uh, it, it made sense to me that it just, uh, I didn't know how much would still carry over and be true from a, from a 1996 setup to uh, 2023. So, you know, it well, seems like I'm a legitimate concern. Setup. I'm not talking about setup. I'm talking about looking at, at different pit strategies and tire wear and how the racing goes. You know, it's just like I was hearing the other day, and I can't remember who the driver was, that he'll sit down and watch the last five or ten laps of the Talladega races to see how to position, how everything moved, how people moved, which way they went. The thing about North Wilkesboro that's going to be interesting is to see if they repave it before um, next year's All-Star race. I don't see how they cannot repave it. Now, they've got the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour there today, Doyle tonight, racing there. So they got two modified races tonight at North Wilkesboro. And then when we go back there for the All-Star race, and I mean, you talk about that one being a lousy race? I mean, look at the 1985 inaugural All-Star race at oh, yeah. Motor Speedway. Yeah, they, they've had some clunkers. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's just going to happen. There's been some really terrible All-Star races. Yeah. But that weekend, uh, there's the Cars Tour, Truck Points race, and the All-Star race. So I think the big thing is whether or not they, they pave it. And, you know, another advantage Kyle Larson had is Look at how many different racetracks he drives on during a week and how many are dirt tracks. And that old surface at North Wilkesboro is not going to be intimidating to him like it probably was to some of those drivers. I mean, two of them 
weren't even born the right. last time NASCAR raced at North Wilkesboro. Deb, we got to let you that go. Ran the we went. Race. We went eight minutes over with you, so uh, just so you could yell at me. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we you will started uh, it. Well, I, I finished it. I got the last. I still got an hour and a half of show to go. So uh, anyway. Appreciate you coming on. Always love having you. And you go yell at me when I got it coming. That's fine. And uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, sounds good. It'll be roval time next week. We'll that, be right up on race time this time next week. That's right. Okay, thanks, Deb. Yep. Thank you. Have a good week. You too. Bye-bye. Who is she? She's the smartest woman I know. She's pretty feisty, too, today. That, that's right. Yeah. Well, she's not me. having to work this weekend. Well, he I, he did go out early. <laughs> I mean, he went out earlier than anybody else we picked. Well, and uh, Talladega Nights was produced by Columbia Pictures. There you go. Okay, thank you. All right, well, let's, uh, let's take a break because we're a little bit behind. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. You got a new car. Yeah, man, it's sweet. Room for Titus and all his stuff, but it's missing something. Like what? Well, you know how Titus likes Tupac. Naturally. Well, the new car doesn't have the bass like my old car did. You need to take it to Elite Audio. They can add bass to a factory system. Seriously? Yeah, while you're there, let them add a remote start so the car is warm when you and Titus get in in the morning. I also saw they can add LED headlights, which you should look at, Clary, because you can't see anything. Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Check out all they can do at EliteAudioOnline.com plus their Facebook page. Apparently, you can't hear either. What? Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call local State Farm agent Cliff Gobert at 597-1200. Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting spartan-waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community, where they work and live, clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. 
No matter what mood I'm in, McDonald's has a deal that's here for it. Like right now, I can mix and match two of my favorites for just $3.49. So if I'm feeling a little extra, I get a McDouble with two tasty beef patties. If I'm feeling nostalgic, oh, I go with a classic like a juicy McChicken. And no matter how I'm feeling, a golden crispy small fries always sounds like a good idea. All this food talk is bringing on a new mood. Hungry. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. And welcome back to Start Your Engines. Come on in and have a seat. We have a guest in the studio. He's also a professional race driver. Good morning, Jeremy. I'm not early. Well, you are, but <laughs> sorry, I, just... I was sitting in my truck enjoying a banana <laughs> in a bana- my second cup of coffee. A banana daiquiri. That's right. I wish. Yeah, <laughs> a little early for that, but you know, we might have one later. No, we uh, five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> that's right. That's right. This is our show. We'll put you on whenever we feel like it. There that's you go. I like it. Come in yeah, early. I've been listening since it started. Uh, I have a little speaker in my shower, so I turn it on when I got in the shower <laughs> and kept listening. <laughs> That's cool. Good right, insight for you there. We got six minutes here before we get Rex, and I'm so delighted you're here. Have you ever been here before? No, I was just looking around. I love all the little wrestlers. <laughs> these are these are little wrestlers like from my era, like uh, Undertaker and uh, what's that guy, D- Honky Tonk Man, or something. I don't know any. Those, of them. That's when I watched wrestling in the nineties. So yeah, that, these it's, it was just cool looking around here. But yeah, I've never been here actually. Well, I kn- I know I've been around here because I go to Ike's all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's very impressive, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I, hey, hey, hey. It, it looks better than it used to. Well, it, I mean, the, the padded walls and everything are. That's right. Or uh, that's a new addition. Looks like and, some Panthers colors. Well, it is, and you know, you you use these colors quite a bit yourself. I know. Whatever. Hey, whatever our sponsors want, we'll use. That's right. <laughs> well, let's touch on uh, get a little bit of this stuff out of the way, or I'll never get it done. Uh. The results from last week, uh, as far as the cup goes, we just talked about it a little bit with Deb Williams, and uh, William Byron did win his uh, circuit-leading sixth race this uh, this past week with uh, Ross Chastain second. Bubba Wallace was third, but Bubba finds himself in that final four to be bumped out, so uh, he needs to he needs to keep digging the the race. Uh, before the week before i can't remember where it was kansas or someplace maybe he had a he led but had a bad finish so uh he's trying to recover christopher bell was fourth denny hamlin who i never like to see win was fifth kevin harvick who i still say is gonna win one this year before he retires at sixth was sixth seventh brad keselowski eighth daniel suarez ninth ricky stenhouse and tenth chase briscoe 11th was uh, Chase Elliott, who, of course, is not in the chase. And I haven't heard anything about if that has affected the viewership or anything. You know, they said that when he was suspended back in the spring, suspended and injured, uh, that the attend- the uh, viewership went down. And I haven't heard anything about that. Because at that time, he wasn't even there. Now he's here. Uh, he's racing, but he's just he's not involved in the championship. I guess, as we mentioned with Deb, the guy that took it the hardest was Kyle Busch. He uh, he was involved with an accident when. Uh, have you ever done that before? Deb said that they were. He was telling his crew he needed to come in, and they told him to stay out. But he he knew something was wrong with the car. I mean, you'd, you'd come in too. I believe I that, would. That happened last week, actually, with our loose wheel. Oh. You know, at the, at the end, uh, under caution, I'm going back and forth 
uh, cleaning my tires, getting uh-huh. ready, and uh, said, I think I got a loose wheel. And we just pitted. Yeah. And, and they're like, uh, no, we think we're good. I was like, well, <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but I hope you're wrong. I don't want, I, I want you to be right, but uh, I think it's loose. Yeah. We took off, uh, passed a couple cars, I think eighth place there, and, and then coming off of four, I mean, I had, like, I had to get out of the way, and that thing was about to come off, so I had to come in next lap. Well, you know, they, uh, you got to do what you got to do as the driver. You got to make the call, even if it's strong. And, and in Kyle's case, he obviously should have just believed in his gut and, uh, overruled yeah. what his crew chief was telling him. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I, that's exactly what I would do if I was in that situation, but you, the, uh, um, it's just a shame for you, and I know we're getting off of uh, what I was going to do here with these results, but, I mean, it's just been uh, some self-inflicted, some uh, not just bad luck, people wrecking around you when you had a top five or better in the bag. Uh, tough year. It's just yeah, tough it is. I'm, I mean, what you know the old saying, that's racing, right? I yeah. mean, I, you know, I've been uh, racing my whole life, uh, 30 years roughly. So I mean, I just I just know it's part of it. You got to take the good with the bad and and keep fighting, man. So yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, it sucks. I'm just glad we have we've had speed the past two races at Bristol and Texas, and uh, going to Roval next week. So just looking ahead, guys. That's all we can do. Before we go one step further, congratulations on your announcement that you're going to be a father. Thank you. That's fantastic <laughs> for you and your wife Courtney. I and, appreciate uh, that. Um, Listen, as much as you think this is going to change your life. You're not even close. <laughs> um, now, you were born in January. Yes. I was born in January. My brother was born in January. My grandfather was born in January. If if the little shaver comes on uh, the 28th, I'm going to give you an extra special good present. So that's my birthday. <laughs> She's expected on the 9th, but, uh, we'll, you know, my dad's birthday is January. My grandmother, I mean, there's a lot of birthdays in January for sure. Uh, Aquarius? Capricorn. Well, it, it, Does I guess, it change? Yeah, it has to because I'm Aquarius. Yeah, so I, I'm not, and I'm not big on that stuff. I, I don't just, know either, but I, I'm. I thought I was a Capricorn, but well, you, what, you what probably I are. I don't Sagittarius. Know. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but uh, I've been known to Capricorn my whole life, so I'm just stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, anyway, the points as the uh, cup, and we will be done with cup for today. William Byron with his sixth win as the points leader. Second, Denny Hamlin. Third is Chris Boucher. Fourth, by, uh, Christopher Bell. Fifth, Martin Truex. Sixth, Ross Chastain. Seventh, Brad Keselowski. Eighth, Kyle Larson. Ninth, and uh, with his head on the chopping block, is uh, Bubba Wallace along with Tyler Reddick in tenth. Eleventh is Ryan Blaney. And twelfth is Kyle Busch. And Kyle's got a win. So the next race will be tomorrow, and that will be the Yellowwood 500. Uh, at 2 p.m. on NBC. So uh, switch off those lousy panther, Panthers and watch. Uh, I don't know if they play at 1 o'clock or not. But anyway, they do. I'm going to be watching the race. That's, uh, Kent. <laughs> they play the – who they play? The, the Vikings. Uh, they're both 0-3, yeah. I saw. So the losers. Somebody should win. <laughs> well, I think there's two more 0-3 teams playing somewhere. Man, uh, oh, man. Um, Denver and – who got beat by 50 points last week. Yeah, wow, by the Dolphins. That was, what, 70 to 20? Yeah, think and the Bears. Wow, and that the was Bears. Denver yeah, and the Bears. I, I want to go to a, a Panthers game this year. I just went to a Chiefs game. and Well, we'll hear about it. We're going to talk to Rex. We'll be right back after these breaks. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. 
Download our app on your smartphone or mobile device. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSBG Spartanburg. NFL media reports that the Baltimore Ravens are signing veteran linebacker Kyle Van Noy to their active roster from their practice squad. In golf at the Ryder Cup right now, Team Europe has a 9.5 to 3.5 lead over Team USA. In Major League Baseball on Friday night, Seattle's J.P. Crawford hit a grand slam home run as they defeated the Texas Rangers 8-0. The Houston Astros a 2-1 win at Arizona. The Astros one game behind Texas for first place in the AL West. The Mariners one game behind the Astros for the final AL wildcard spot. The Miami Marlins rallied from a 3-0 deficit for a 4-3 victory at Pittsburgh. Cincinnati had six home runs and a 19-2 win at St. Louis. Brewers over the Cubs in 10 innings, 4-3. So the Marlins lead the Reds and the Cubs by a game and a half for the final National League Wild Card. A few years back when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. You can't predict what is going to happen, but you can plan. When was the last time you reviewed your financial plan? Financial advisor Trent Lancaster and Janie Montgomery Scott Spartanburg office can help you plan for the what-its to guide you in working toward a secure financial future that keeps you on track to meet your financial goals. A financial plan can help you with goals such as planning for retirement, educating your children or grandchildren, and passing on your wealth to the people and causes that are most important to you. Take the first step. Let Trent help you establish a plan today designed to protect you for whatever happens tomorrow. Call today at 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jenny Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Have you been in a car or motorcycle wreck or an accident involving an 18-wheeler? Have you been injured in a workplace accident? If any of these things happen to you, you need to call the Carolina Law Group today. The Carolina Law Group isn't afraid of the big insurance companies, and they will fight for you. Call today to speak with an attorney for a free consultation. In Spartanburg and Greer, call 757-5555. And in Greenville, call 312-4444. The Carolina Law Group attorneys are your local injury lawyers. With four convenient locations to serve you in Spartanburg, Greenville, and Greer. Visit them online today at thecarolinalawgroup.com. Weekdays at 3 p.m. It's Spartanburg County's longest-running radio show. The sports voice across the region for nearly 20 years. There is no substitute for decades of experience. Talking everything local, from high school football and basketball to Carolina and Clemson. It's open mic. And we have the studs. With Ryan Clary, Alex Smith, and Anthony Greer. Don't miss a moment beginning weekdays at 3 on Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3. Gentlemen, start your ringtone. 
live from our studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Fox Sports Spartanburg presents Start Your Engines. Here is your race team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black, author and veteran motorsports journalist Deb Williams, local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill, former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. And here is your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author Perry Allen Wood. And good morning and welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines. And it gives me a tremendous amount of pleasure to welcome the 1960 Grand National Points Champion from right here in Spartanburg, Rex White. Good morning, Rex. Good morning. How you doing, buddy? Good to be here. Well, it's great to have you on. I tell you what, I saw you sitting up there like a potentate or something on the back of that trailer at Shelby last week. And I said, Rex is doing great. You never, I won't say you never look so good, but you look fantastic with your white hair and all shined up and everything uh well i was putting on a show <laughs> well you put on a good one uh greg couldn't be with us this morning i know we were up at uh together up in shelby to see you but we got somebody else to take his place and come here and sit and it, it just happens to be related to you we got jeremy clements with us this morning yeah how about that rex good morning good, buddy good, great to hear your voice same here Man, you're uh, you're a legend, and it's uh, it's just an honor to have you on the show. Thank you for joining us. Well, glad to do it anytime. Well, great. Uh, I know we uh, we haven't had you on in a couple of years, and the last time we had you on, you uh, you were telling us all. You know, nobody from 1958 to 1962 wasn't it? Nobody won as many races as Rex White, and you had. Fred Lorenzen and Ned Jarrett and all those, Joe Weatherly and all those people. But Rex won 28 times during that period, and, and nobody wow. else nobody else won that many. You were, a, you were red hot back in those days, Rex, and, and won a championship and probably should have won another one in 61. And I actually won a road race. Montgomery, New York, an old airport. Oh, I, and, uh, I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah. Did you uh, now, I learned how to turn left and right both. <laughs> <laughs> well, you learned that anyway. You're originally from Hickory in that area, aren't you? Taylorsville. Taylorsville. About 15 miles from Hickory. Okay. Well, I mean, you got to do some left and right turning up in those hills. I know that. And we. Uh, so uh, tell us again now. I, I was sort of sketchy about it earlier, but you were in Maryland for a while, but didn't you come to Spartanburg from Maryland? And what made you come to Spartanburg? Uh, Louis Clements. Mm -hmm. That's where his family was. And uh, he's my crew chief. And so it was easier for me to move to Spartanburg than him to move to Maryland. And uh, he was great help smart person yeah and you know uh I, I, I one of the greatest memories i have rex is uh I, I mean i it's still a big honor for me you called me up out of the blue one time and uh somebody in greenville or something was doing a documentary on uh what it was on you or your shop or something but i remember you told me to meet you over at your old race shop on white avenue and uh you were over there, and the guy was videotaping it, and you were, you and he were walking all around talking. Yeah, I kind of remember that. 
Well, I, I don't know if I ever saw what he did with it. I mean, uh, but I was I was particularly. Let me tell you something else Rex did. When I did that thing at the Chapman Center on the history of uh, auto racing in Spartanburg, I talk about it all the time. Jeremy gave me his guitar to use that he won at Nashville in an ARCA race. But Rex said, uh, I can't, uh, I'll bring you something. Uh, uh, I got my helmet, or another fella has it, and but I'll bring you a trophy. I said, well, what about the championship trophy? And Rex said, well, I can't let you have that. But when I met him at the Peach Blossom for lunch, he opened up his trunk, and there it was. And Rex, uh, that, that was something for you to to let me uh, borrow that for the summer. Yeah. Yeah, it got broke at the Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Mm. And a, a guy fixed it, and he, he done a good job on it. Well, I hate that. That's what you get for loaning stuff out to Riff Raff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, I've got uh, our Somebody Daytona. tried to pick it up with one of those wings on a trophy. Yeah, well, that's not the how you do it. <laughs> you gotta, yeah. you gotta pick it up by the base and and very carefully at that. What'd you say there? I was gonna say our Daytona winning trophy is there uh, this whole year until January uh, in the memorable moments display. Oh, right okay. now, I hope they don't break it. Well, <laughs> I do too. Makes me a little nervous now hearing that. But <laughs> well, check it out. It'll be okay. Check it out when you <laughs> pick it back up. Rex, um, Jer- Jeremy, I, I raced at Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. Ooh. Yeah. In 1956. Wow. <laughs> and it was it was raining on the backside of that big racetrack. Oh, man. And everybody was waving to people from the pits. And uh, anyway, I crashed practicing for my one car, and I run my old car in the race and, uh, and, and finished the race. Wow. Was... Uh... Was Uncle Lewis and uh, my grandfather Crawford with you then? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I bet that's, uh, that track, when it rains, boy, it gets slick. So uh, I can't imagine back back at that time, too. But uh, that's definitely my favorite road course to race at. No rain. Well, we, we had treaded tires then, you know. Oh. We didn't have slicks back then. That's good. <laughs> you, did you have windshield wipers? Yeah. Did you have windshield wipers? Because I remember seeing people no. use windshield wipers at the Spartanburg Fairgrounds. No, we huh? took that off the car always when we started stripping it. How did you see? <laughs> Is that why you wrecked? <laughs> That's why you wrecked. <laughs> no Rain-X back could. then either. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rex- yeah, I've been been around them race a lot of them racetracks. Well, I didn't even, uh, I didn't know you raced at Road America. I should have hit you up for advice uh, 10 years, 12 years ago when I first went there. <laughs> and it, it's a shame, I probably, you know. I probably didn't know much and forgot most of what I know. There you go. <laughs> they it, took that off the schedule, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, that they, that they did. I, I can't stand that. It sucks. I, I, me either. I mean, I, any place that you want, I want to stay on the schedule. <laughs> well, it's just a great racetrack and the place, I mean, Fans pack that place out, so I don't, I don't know the reasoning why behind it, but it does stink that we're not going to be there next year. That's the first time since 2010 that the uh, NASCAR Xfinity Series won't get to race there. Oh. Rex, let me ask you a question. Now, this is something I w- I've wondered. I don't think I've ever asked you this. Uh, I was at the last uh, Grand National race that you ran, and you, you should have won it. You could have won it. I think you had a screwed-up pit stop, and that was a— the Dixie 400 in Atlanta. You ran Atlanta so well. Of course, it's completely reconfigured since when you were racing there. 
But uh, uh, and you were driving for Bud Moore, teammate with Billy Wade, and uh, yeah. and that was your last race. I think you were the fastest qualifier, although you didn't qualify on the first day. And first day, yeah, and you 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 ran great, but uh, but then you retired after that from cup racing. And what I wondered was. You know, that was only a couple of weeks after Fireball's bad wreck at Charlotte. By the way, a race that you finished third in, if I'm not mistaken, the 64 World 600. But you, uh, you know, we'd already lost Weatherly that year, and a couple of guys got killed at Indianapolis. Was any of that have anything to do? Because I thought you, uh, uh, to me, a uh, 12-year-old, I thought you retired very abruptly. And, uh, of course, it saddened me a lot being a big Spartanburg fan. Well, I, I, I actually won uh, a road race in Montgomery, New York, in 1961 or so. And uh, they've never run there again. Uh, uh, never had another race there. It's an old airport. But I, I won a road race with left and right turns. You had three lefts and four rights. <laughs> in, 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 and uh, I remember it very well. Well, but I wanted to ask you though, uh, when you re- when you quit racing Grand National in '64, what prompted you to re- to to stop running? Because you were doing great for Bud Moore, and uh, you know, I, I was wondering if it had anything to do with the bad accidents and and deaths that you know took place in 1964. Did that? Have anything to do with your well, thinking? Or are you just tired of the travel or what? No, I just uh, decided to get out of it and, uh, and, and do something else. Well, I know one of the things you did was build a wicked 65, uh, 55 Chevrolet that you uh, tore up the, the local tracks like at Columbia <laughs> and Greenville Pickens and Harris with that car. Yeah. Yeah, I want a bunch of races. I won five races in a week. Wow. <laughs> that that car uh, that was a 55 Chevrolet, and I, I remember it very well. And you, uh, uh, yeah, you were winning all over the place. That would have been in 1965, so that was the, the next year. I don't know if you raced it any in 64. You probably built it then, but was uh, was Lewis Clements involved with that car? Uh, no, Louis already moved to Arizona, and... Uh, was working for Chevrolet out there in Tapuva Grounds. But uh, it, uh, it, it, I, I won five races in a week, and that was uh, Kyle Bush wins three races and gets a lot of publicity. I won five. But a different, uh, different uh, racetracks and, and everything much easier. We're talking to 1960 Grand National Champion Rex White, who lived here in Spartanburg. Now, I got one more question for you. I thought, without a doubt, you had the most, all those years, you know, when you were winning championships and all those races, you had the prettiest car I've ever seen, that gold and white with the red uh, number fours on it. Whose idea was that? Was that your idea, or did somebody that 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 was Louis Clemens, <laughs> and uh, he he mixed that paint himself and painted good car. I Wally Campbell used to have a gold race car, and I remembered it, and I 
He went out to told me, I said, I'd like to have a gold race car. <laughs> so he bought some gold dust and, and, and lacquer and mixed it and, uh, turned out great. Wow. It did. You could spot that car and it's, it's, uh, it's beautiful. Uh, I, I never seen one prettier. And you, uh, of course you won a lot of races in that, with that car, the, you won the Dixie 400. It might even been a 500 back in those days at Atlanta in 1962 when you. No, it was a 400. Was it a 400? But you beat Marvin uh, Patch that day. I remember that. And he was driving for the Wood Brothers. Wood Brothers, yeah. I was uh, messed up on gas stops. And I, I, I just decided to ride behind Marvin and draft him and save a little gas and wound up winning the race. Yeah, well, you ran all. You always ran good at Atlanta, the way I remember it. And uh, uh, well, I did a lot of tire testing in Atlanta for Goodyear and Firestone both, and uh, that was the reason why I knew where the bump was going into. Uh, then it was number one, and uh, it uh, and of course when they changed the racetrack, they made it, uh, changed everything. Yeah, it was. Uh, a mile and a half track, it was still a mile and a half, but it had a mile of turns. And, <laughs> and the, the straightaways were only a quarter of a, uh, were only a quarter of a mile. And I mean, you were just always in the turn, it seemed like. And it was a great track for spectators and was a great track for you. But, uh, I loved Atlanta before. In fact, I haven't been there since they changed it. And I think that was in 97 or something. Well, I, I, I liked the racetrack. And like I said, I did a lot of tire testing there. And very familiar with the racetrack and uh, the things that you have to put up with there. Now, I've seen some film of uh, Riverside, and um, and it was when you had to switch over to Mercury. '63 was a screwed up year for you with the starting out so great with the Chevrolets and the mystery engines, and then you had to something happened with that, and what Chevrolet pulled their support, and you you switched over to Mercury. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, they they uh, got completely out of out of racing. Did they give you the car? And did you have one of those mystery motors? You had a mystery motor, I know. You probably you might yeah. have had more than one, yeah, I, but I, I ran it some. Yeah, you ran good. It was I'm... a great en- it was a great engine. It had the one point five rocker arms and and uh, the four oh nine had the one point five. Walker arms and use spitting uh, push rods out through the uh, valve covers and all kind of problems with it. Rex, that's uh, you couldn't you couldn't overturn it at all. That's my kind of motor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you? Well, ever- you'd be you'd be in the pits. Did, did you um, did you work that much with Crawford Clements, or was it mostly just Louie? No, no, Crawford worked for Junior, and uh, and then later on opened his place at Spartanburg. But uh, I didn't work with Crawford a lot. Uh, he had his own uh, uh, teams and stuff. Yeah. Well. Rex, I tell you, we're going to let you go. We kept you for 20 minutes, and uh, 
I am just so glad that you're doing well and to see you last week at Shelby sitting on the back of that trailer. He was on the back of a trailer in his wheelchair, and I asked him if they strapped him down, strapped down the wheelchair, and he'd just go, he rode like that from, from, uh, wherever he started from to Shelby and was waving at the cows and things <laughs> like he's in a parade. <laughs> Rex, hey, thanks. great talk, Jerry. Thank you so much for coming on the show, and uh, just really appreciate everything you've you've done for my family. And uh, I know that there are a lot of you, and uh, I could sit here and listen to you just talk about all the stories that you've got all day long, really. So, thanks again, and hope you have a great day. Thank you, Th- thank you, Rex. I appreciate it. I treasure your friendship, and you remember when you were up here for that thing at the Chapman Center? My son Jake pushed you around a wheelchair, and you called him your chauffeur, and uh, now he's uh, he just got out of the Marine Corps as a sergeant, and uh, he told me to give you his best. Uh-huh. Okay. Greg, thanks so much for coming on, and uh, we'll be talking to you later. Stay stay safe. Okay. Thanks, thanks for calling me. Okay. Thank you, buddy. Bye. Bye. I tell you what, he is sharper than he was when he had him on pre-covid because we haven't had him on in like three or four years and i uh, maybe maybe there was something i was doing because he he couldn't hardly hear or or, or, you know i I don't know but he was a lot better today than he was four years ago well well, all i know is that i would hope that i would be around till i'm 90 93 by the way (laughs) much less be as sharp as as rex is i was thinking the same thing he he can remember a lot of details that you know i'd probably forget by then but uh amazing well, amazing guy had an amazing career yep kind of kind of short like you brought up and just interesting to listen to all that I, I wish we could we could sit here and talk to him all day well i do too and uh uh we'll have him back on he'll as long as as long as he'll come on we'll have him but uh i hope your memory's sharp because we're going to take a <laughs> station break and come back and uh see what you remember <laughs> you're listening to start your engines on fox sports spartanburg Start your engines. We'll be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Spring is here, and so are the savings at Greer Nissan. Deals are in full bloom this month on all your favorite Nissan models, like a new 2023 Sentra or Frontier. Your choice, lease for only $199 a month. Or hit the road in a new Nissan Rogue, lease for only $299 a month. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard, or shop online 24-7 at GreerNissan.com. 
Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting Spartan-Waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time, every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community, where they work and live, clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. It's 2023 and the Mark Hodge era at Spartanburg is running strong as the Vikings are once again a contender for the region and state title. This season we'll hear a lot of new names on offense as the Vikings are led by junior quarterback T.J. Johnson. You'll recognize familiar names on defense though as senior safety Charles Woodruff and junior linebacker Cam Smith who had over 125 tackles last season are back once again. Catch Spartanburg Viking football presented by Chris Foster Heating and Air on Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM, SpartanburgSportsRadio.com and the Fox Sports Spartanburg app. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. And welcome back to Start Your Engines. And speaking of money... Let's talk to Jeremy Clements. We've got him here in the studio. His first visit to the historic <laughs> studios of WSPG. No, really, when I was a little boy, as far I'm 71 years old, I remember this was always 1400. Mm. This building right here has been through. I know me and Lanny tried to. And by the way, thank you, Lanny, for all you do. Let me thank Lanny. I forgot to thank him last week. Lanny maintains the Budmore Engineering website, our website for the show. He does has our podcast out there by... He'll have it on by the middle of this afternoon, and uh, appreciate everything you do for us, Lanny. But um, no, we uh, we we what, what was I saying? <laughs> I was saying something <laughs> the, about, about the the station being yeah uh, yeah yeah. Lanny, Lanny, and I, Lanny and I tried to come up with it one time. Thank you. <laughs> Sometimes uh, you need somebody to just help. Uh, we, we, need, we need a younger brain. <laughs> constantly, it's had so many different call letters. I mean, I can remember when I was a little boy, it was WTHE, then it was WHCQ, it was WKDY when it was a country station, it was WZOO. Wow, it's I mean, been a lot of different... It's been every, didn't realize that. And I'm leaving some out. WHCQ, to say that one? Anyway. Yeah. How long it, has it been Fox Sports Farmburg? Well, that's just the tower, you know, when the tower fell, uh, we had to drive to Greenville and do the show, but I, I, now Clary can get into all of this, but from what I understand, uh, ESPN dropped it. We were ESPN. Yep, I remember that. Well, uh, when we came back, which, you know, I guess we were we were doing the show. We drove to Greenville every morning and did it at some deserted 
ball. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't any stores in it. It was a, a college it, or something. That mall right behind Bob Jones. Yeah. Well, I don't even know where Bob Jones is. but uh, Right in front of that mall. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we uh, drove over there and did the show, and it, it was a pain in the butt. But when we came back, we became Fox. In fact, Greg Moore and I were doing a, a book signing at Applebee's that we His go to so place. often. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and this a guy and his son were sitting next to us, and I wasn't paying him any attention. And it was uh, turned out to be Joe Delaney. Oh, oh yeah. And he he sort of let the cat out of the bag. I guess he did it. I mean, obviously did it on purpose. Yep. I don't know if he had loose lips because <laughs> of uh, of uh, the the um, refreshments he was having. But anyway, <laughs> he started telling us this, that, and we're coming back, and it's going to be a big surprise. And and I said, I think I said something like, will it be ESPN? And he said, no, Fox. And I was, like, real excited. So, anyway, let's talk about Jeremy Clements. Um, yeah, it, you've just had, and I won't dwell on this, but you, <laughs> you've just had so many close calls this year, so many good finishes that got away from you. And uh, it, it's, it's quite obvious that, you know, you looks like you just plain run better at some tracks than other. And I guess that's, I guess that's true with any race driver or, or any race team. But I, I tell you, I think you're going to get a top. I still think you're going to win a race. I mean, the, the <laughs> Roval, if it's not underwater, is a pretty good track for you, right? It's it has been, up. yeah. I mean, we've got five races left to finish strong, and you know we're racing for points, and points equals money at the end of the year. So we need to do the best we can because that's that's what funds us over the the off season to try to get better equipment and everything. But yeah, I mean, it all comes down to packages and the crew chief, the way he sets the car up, that to how fast we go each particular track how close we get the sim to match up. You know, we're on the simulator weekly now. Yep. All this year for us is the first. So it's uh, been a lot of, there's a lot of work to go into this stuff to make it go on that racetrack uh, week in and week out. But, yes, to, to go fast, it takes a lot of different things. And uh, some tracks we hit it and some some we haven't. But, uh, like I said, been proud of, of the effort we've had the past two weeks, really fast Chevys and, I don't see any any different next week at at the Roval and the Kevin Winter Chevy. Well, and I've got a picture of that right here that I got off of Jayski last night. My printer doesn't print colors too well, but it's the black. Printer and, ink's expensive, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know, I got one of those printers that uh, Shack advertises. Oh you. yeah. I've only how put, how is that by the way? I've only had. I wonder. I've had that printer. I need to clean the jets, <laughs> but I've had that printer. Greg bought it for the show. Yep. Because I print so much every Friday night and. Uh, I guess we got that thing about six years ago when we first started the show. Yeah, and I put, I put, I finally had to put some ink in it this this uh, about a month ago. That I mean, lasted never, that long. Yes. Wow. It's it's, it's a, a damn good printer. printer. I know F- one thing. My printer F- at home. My wife goes through it, and I'm having to order <laughs> that fifty sixty dollar ink like every every once a month probably. Well, get Greg to buy you an Epson twenty seven fifty like he did me, and that's that's what uh, that's what Shaq advertises. But no, this is a good-looking car, number fifty-one, of course, just black and white. It's another Earnhardt throwback, it, it, and I'm looking at that because it's got a little picture of Earnhardt's. Uh, That's right, uh, Bush car there in the background. But it's yeah. a good-looking number fifty-one Kevin Whitaker Chevy out of Greenville, and uh, Listen, you always come up with good-looking cars. Who does your car designs? Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, we work with Michael Maselli. He he doesn't live local, but uh, man, that guy does a phenomenal job for us. He does. We're not the only team he does either, but. Uh, I'm on the phone daily with him. I mean, he does our, you know, our car designs. Uh, he can do our uh, our cards that we sign, a- anything, our hat, shirts, pit wall banners. He can do it all. So he's he's amazing. Well, I, I, 
Jeremy just sent a picture of the Halloween car, and I, if, if I could hold it up to the mic and you could <laughs> see it, he wouldn't like that because they're not going to premiere it yet. It, it but uh, it's a gorgeous be, car. It should be out next week. And, yeah, we've had that one done actually a little while now. I worked with uh, Ryan Delaney and, and Mark Mullen and Mark Nelson from Spartan Waste, uh, the partners on the car and our close friends, too. Uh, been working on that for, hell, that's probably been a couple months now. It might have been done. But uh, really proud of that car. I love Halloween, my favorite holiday. I know. So uh, it's going to be fun to have that one, and we're going to have it at Rockers, um, what is it, October 25th. October 25th. Four, four to seven. So come out and see it. It's the first time we're announcing it, too. Oh, and listen, uh, for the fans that follow you and see all your cars, they're going to be surprised at the colors on this one. Oh, I, yeah. You you know what? You guys uh, – you're, you're one of the limited few that have seen it. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's a good thing because I see splashed all over the quarter panels as Fox 98.3 FM. That's right. Or 98. You're not supposed to say the point anymore. But 93, 98.3 FM, uh, Spartanburg, a big Fox logo. So we're your primary sponsor and the big Spartan waste on the hood. That's right. It's like the sixth, uh, I think, the sixth race uh, that, that the station and Spartan Waste did together this year. So that's pretty... That's pretty special uh, because they started out, you know, only doing one, two, yeah. and then it just moved into more and more. And Fox Sports Spartanburg is always a an associate sponsor on probably more than half the races. So huge thanks to to Ryan Delaney, Ryan Clary, everybody on on the station that put so much into the JCR race team. I've got some bad news for you though. I think Clary's going to Charlotte. What do you mean? I think oh, he's going yeah. to watch the race. <laughs> I was like, what? I, I instantly thought like he's he's leaving or something. I don't know. I didn't. I, well, he may stay. Yeah, he but, is coming. It's uh, yeah, it's been a while. Kids. He's never came since I've. I don't know even know if he's been to a race. Actually. I don't think he has. That's pretty sad. But, well, it is. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna pop his cherry. So, <laughs> oh, so can uh, we say that on? The uh, well, we sorry. just did. We, we just did. Um, we're uh, we're excited to have Clary and uh, and his family come, and you know he's bringing his both his sons. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, I mean, they should come. They they interview me every week at Rockers, so they need to come and see what we talk about, right? Yeah. Give them a little, give them a lot insight of what's going on. I saw one of the, I heard one of the first interviews you did with Clary, and uh, I listened yeah, no every Wednesday. <laughs> well, you were talking about coming through the tunnel, and, uh, you know, just as sort of an aside, and he thought there was a tunnel, you know, like Monaco. <laughs> like the yeah. formula one circuit you he know. did say that yes i mean we have a lot of fun on this show you know and uh clary obviously he he doesn't know he's learned a lot about racing he and he's still getting there but glad he's going to come next weekend to the roval hope we have great weather i don't want to race too. in the rain there could be the last time we race there i'm pretty sure heard plenty of rumors saying we're going back to the oval next year for two races so this might be the last time you see the roval well that wouldn't break my heart but i figured I, talking, I, talking about clary going to the, the race uh thanks to spartan waste daredevil friend of the show good yeah, friend of mine very good friend is supposed to go to to see the robo i'm so excited to hear that i did not know that yeah <laughs> he, he was invited now we'll have to see if he goes well i hope he does and uh you know tom from carolina driveline they're a big partner and great friend of ours in the show and uh i know he always buys like a bunch of tickets and and just gives them to his friends and whoever whoever else that supports all of us wants to come so a lot a lot of great people doing so many fun things with this race team and and the show and spartan waste uh, can't say enough about everybody 
one of the things I noticed and I, was Road Atlanta. You crashed in practice this year. Road America. Ro- I, I meant and Road I, America. And, and, and Perry, I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't crash. <laughs> so I. You bounced so, off the wall. Well, I I got off track in the kink, which is a high speed corner, and they just repaved this track, four mile track, in the grass. Got in the grass, and this thing took off like deuce of hazard, and just <laughs> dug the nose in the in the grass, and and then it bounced me. I barely touched the wall on the left. I mean that, that that damage wasn't even nothing. It just scratched up the left side a little bit, but uh, just ripped the whole front end of the car off, the splitter and everything. And uh, so we had to get a backup. And boy, you talking about like it happened like snapping your fingers. I mean, I just went in there, uh, got a little loose because that new pavement is very unforgiving. And when you break traction, boy, you're gone. So I was just along for the ride. And uh, I, I remember thinking I was bouncing, and I was thinking, oh, man, this is bouncing a lot. <laughs> That's not good. Because these race cars sit so low to the ground, they're not made to go through. Uh, you know, they're not 4 by 4 So that was that was disappointing. But I was really happy with uh, we worked our butts off to get the backup car ready. And we, we brought that whitetail smoke with Chevy out. And we were, gonna, we were running top five literally at the end and got freaking punted by uh Almondinger and Burton and Hemrick uh racing like idiots so that's what that's what happens <laughs> well, well but uh, I'm not casting ever any aspersions on your driving I, I, I already had Deb Williams yelling at me earlier so <laughs> no I didn't mean it like <laughs> that by the way but, 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 but that was you just, I, everybody you, said that too like when you wrecked I'm like well, I didn't I mean I didn't wreck I just ran off the damn track well <laughs> my point of the whole thing was going to be that you had to go to a backup car yep. which was a different sponsor that's where I was going with the whole thing, which and I, I remember it, it was, was whitetail smokeless or whatever. Yes, but the, I don't know, remember who the primary sponsor was. Well, the but, well, but, no, it it was whitetail smokeless. We had a awesome looking flat black and and kind of neonish orange scheme on that okay. car, and then our backup car. A lot of times, guys, a little inside our backup cars aren't wrapped because it's expensive, right. to wrap these cars. So a lot of time they're not wrapped the right way so this car was the alliance driveway solutions car from the chicago street course okay and it still had some of their colors on it not their name so we just had to kind of add uh whitetail smokeless and all the other associates we had fox sports spartanburg was on there too but yeah we just had to we had literally had to call around and get graphics made and and put them on the next the next day and uh, i mean only hours to get that done yeah only hour it was it was a nightmare something we haven't had to do in uh 10 10 or 11 years probably that, so, to use a backup so the car that ran off the track but didn't wreck was whitetail smokeless yeah and and then the one so you had to rewrap the the backup car that's right okay yeah and uh i didn't realize uh, I, I thought you see my point of the whole thing was i thought you went to an entirely different uh, uh, i knew it was a different car but i thought it had a different sponsor as well yeah and no. how did you reconcile that with the no team that was yeah, supposed I mean, to be on national television a lot of time yeah i mean we that's not a good situation to be in. No. So you, you, your sponsors already paid you most of the time by then. Yeah. So you, you don't want to have to get that back. <laughs> and yeah. and uh, that would be not a good weekend for, for our small race team. But just really happy everybody worked together with us, helped us. Uh, Whitetail Smokeless was a big contributor in helping us get the graphics made, get them on the car while we got the car ready. So it was just a, it was another challenging weekend. But it, Hey, in the race, the dang car was fast. It was. It was fast Xfinity 10G network, and uh, we got up the front, but didn't end well like most of these other races yeah. this year. Um, so,
So, you know, I still haven't had a booze pop. You, <laughs> I, you got any out in the truck? I wish I did. I tell you what. <laughs> man, they, those things warm you up quick. I'll They're bet. the only popsicle that'll warm you up. We, no were, we were talking at Darlington about it, and I said, could you imagine a cop pulling you over? And you said, the officer only had two booze pops or something <laughs> that like that. That was perfect. Only two. I, uh, you know, that's uh, that's always a fun partner. And uh, I met Woody Norse, uh, the owner of Booze Pops, through Instagram mm-hmm. and just hit him up. Uh, asking him if he wanted to be on a race car and we talked uh he's a veteran and uh just a really good guy he had the boost pops uh van out out at darlington then they brought it in the infield where we were set up with with our other motor homes that that the sponsors were there had and uh so we got to sample uh Booze, all the boost pops we wanted, which only had one, but uh, <laughs> it was delicious, like an orange vanilla creamsicle one, and I, and man, it was it was really good. But can you get them in Spartanburg? No, they're they're uh, all in Myrtle Beach, Charleston, Columbia. There's a there's probably twelve of those vans in Charleston. So you go down to Charleston vacation, definitely look for the bright blue boost pops van. You'll see it. They're uh, everywhere. I want to try that? That's right, <laughs> Jeremy. We got to let you go. Man, I know that was quick. Well, I, well I, we're done. I told you. I said, I didn't fly. You even came in a little early, but you know, it's. Uh, well, I was trying to enjoy my nice banana for breakfast. <laughs> and you, uh, you, uh, you're off this weekend, so I know you got some other things you want to do. And uh, first, first weekend off in uh, literally months. I don't even remember the last one. And so when you're traveling every week, you're yeah. leaving Thursday, getting home Sunday. I mean, that starts to kind of wear you out. Yep. And so it's just nice to not have the pressure and the stress of. Where do I go? What do I do? Where do I got to be? You know, usually I'm in a race car by nine o'clock uh, Saturday morning. I mean, it's it's a lot that goes through all this in your body and your your emotions. So it's just good to just put it all aside and just take a breath. Chill for a weekend. <laughs> do what you want to do then, and uh, we appreciate you coming by. Say one more time about the uh, which, as you said, I guess we announced it on this show of the. The Halloween car is going to be at Rockers. Yeah, Rockers Brewing, October 25th, 4 to 7. You know, we always do the Fox Sports mm-hmm. Farmer Show there. So come check it out. We might have some of our pit crew come uh, from Charlotte to, to to hang out, too. And always a big turnout. And usually the the beer is flowing, and it's free. So <laughs> yeah. you might get you a free beer or three if you want one, uh, thanks to our our good friends here in Spartan Waste and Carolina Driveline. They usually kind of split that that uh tab there but thanks for having me on the show always appreciate it looking forward to the last five races next week's the the first one with the charlotte roval at 330 on usa network we can't wait to see you and we'll follow you for the rest of the year get it ready and uh oh i gotta ask you one more question <laughs> i just forgot about this um your nephew luke yeah how's luke doing you know i wanted to have him on the show i know we 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 need to get him on the show yeah we do it's just a phone call away or we'll bring him in i mean they don't live too far away from here but uh yeah he raced uh he raced last week at uh was it harris maybe and he got wrecked i think so they're they're having to rebuild the car right now but uh you guys got to go over uh cherokee last night they're racing tonight you know that's the speedway cherokee speedway I, i grew up racing there they had big dirt late model race there. A lot of lot of good cars, over thirty cars. Uh, I think Trent Ivy won. I saw, and uh, tonight they're racing for twelve thousand. So, uh, if, if you like some racing, go check Cherokee Speedway out. You That's, know, when we had Alan Hill on the show, um, we used to do a whole lot of local stuff. I and know. Unfortunately, we've had to get away from it. But I want to have Luke on the show. Yes, and we'll let him promote whatever anytime, he wants to. Anytime you want. That's uh, I'll set. I'll be his uh, mediator. There you go. Well, maybe we'll set it up at the Halloween party. <laughs> That'll work. Whatever. 
Sounds good to me. He had his car there last time. Thank you, Jeremy. Thanks for coming in. Go do your thing, and uh, best of luck. We're always behind you 100%. You know that. I do. You text me weekly, and I do appreciate all the support. It does mean a lot. We want to win more races for Spartanburg. I'm very delicate with what I text you. I don't, I, hey. And I won't ever say you wrecked <laughs> no. i know i know not to do no that. no no if i wrecked i wrecked i mean i it's my you know but. i can tell you one thing it's never your fault i mean they they break I out i tell you what i wish my wife said that they break out <laughs> they break out all around you i can see that <laughs> and, and you miss them but thanks for coming on good luck with uh with their little uh pit crewman on the way and yes thank you and uh we'll talk to you down the road thank you very I much appreciate, appreciate your guys. time you and rex that was a kind of magical thank you <laughs> Anytime. All right. We're going to take a break, come back, and wrap up this show. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Spring is here, and so are the savings at Greer Nissan. Deals are in full bloom this month on all your favorite Nissan models, like a new 2023 Sentra or Frontier. Your choice. Lease for only $1.99 a month. Or hit the road in a new Nissan Road. Lease for only $2.99 a month. Low prices. Big selection. And committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard. Or shop online 24-7 at GreerNissan.com. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. At Janney, your goals are our priority. When you work with Janney, it's about going beyond investing. It's about connecting your life and finances. When it comes to managing your wealth, you probably have plenty of questions and more than a little uncertainty. What you need is a plan built to connect your goals to your wealth. Financial advisor Trent Lancaster is here for you. Trent can build a tailored financial plan and make recommendations that are aligned with your best interests based on your unique needs, goals, and preferences. Conveniently located in the Spartanburg office, Trent can discuss how he can help you connect your life and finances. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. USC Upstate returns to the heart of downtown Spartanburg and Morgan Square on October 5th for Morgan Square Madness. Powered by Ingalls, meet the 2023 Spartan men's and women's basketball teams live in the middle of Morgan Square. It's fun for the whole family with games, prizes, music, and of course, basketball. Get details for this exciting event at UpstateSpartans.com forward slash madness. That's UpstateSpartans.com forward slash madness. Don't miss Morgan Square Madness. Powered by Ingalls. Thursday, October 5th, starting at 6 p.m. 
The Country Meat Center in Woodruff is well known for our great cuts of beef, pork, and chicken. But we're so much more than just a great butcher shop. We also offer locally grown produce, delicious cakes and pies, a fully stocked deli with boar's head meats and cheeses, seafood brought in fresh from Charleston, as well as a great selection of wild game like bison, ostrich, and kangaroo for the adventurous home chef. We are locally owned and operated and will be happy to fill all your grocery needs. Shop local at the Country Meat Center located at 10297 Highway 221, open 830 to 7, Monday through Saturday. Find an old 35mm film camera? Are you using one now? Do you want to? Where do you go to get your film developed? Spartan Photo Center, the last full-service camera store in South Carolina. They have all sorts of new and used cameras, digital and film. Remember film? They develop 35mm and 120-sized color negative film three times a week. Black and white every couple of weeks. Get your film developed, scanned, printed, or cloud-delivered to you by Google Drive or Dropbox. Need film? They've got film. 35mm, color and black and white. Spartan Photo Center, 108 Garner Road, just off North Pine Street, across from the Food Lion. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. Finding something delicious to match my mood can be a challenge, but McDonald's kills it every single time. Like when I need something with a little oomph, that's when I reach for a classic and melty McDouble. When I want something with a little oomph, that's when I go for a crispy and juicy McChicken. And with Mix and Match, I can get two faves for just $3.49, like a McDouble with a McChicken or small fries. And now, my mood calls for a little oomph and mmm. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. And welcome back to Start Your Engines as we uh, close out the last segment of the show. We uh, just heard from Greg, and he wants Truex. Uh, that was really great. That was kind of kind of special there, Ronnie. We've had some shows that, that were a little uh, a little more special than others. I think they're yeah, all pretty good. That was good, right up near the top. Yeah, with uh, Rex White and Jeremy Clements uh, talking to each other. That was cool. All right, let's get these results out of the way in exactly 10 minutes. Xfinity last week, as uh, Jeremy told us, he uh, he had a good run going, probably going to be in the top. Uh, well, he said he was eight when he came in with the loose wheel. And so uh, he had another top 10 in the bag and probably better. But it well, got away. Listen, it was just like with uh, Kyle last week. He, he should have listened to his gut instead of listening to his pit. Yeah. Well, Jeremy did though. Jeremy yeah. came in. He didn't. He, uh, I don't think there was any discussion like, "No, you're you're just stay out there because." Uh, I mean, there's too much at stake in Texas. This is a fast track. Yeah, they're all dangerous, but you wouldn't want to do something like that at Texas. Anyway, uh, the winner was John H. Nemechek. John Hunter Nemechek driving for Joe Gibbs. He's uh, he's smoking hot. He's doing uh, he's doing everything he can to to wrest this championship. Parker Klingerman was second. Third was Sammy Smith. Fourth was Chandler Smith. Fifth, Justin Allgaier. Sixth was Cole Custer. Seventh was Austin Hill. Eighth, Sheldon Creed. Ninth, Brandon Jones. And tenth, Brett Moffitt. Uh, Jeremy lost a lap, changing the wheel with just a few laps to go. Or changing the, yeah, the, the, the loose wheel. And uh, ended up 18th, which is, it's just a shame. So uh, the points as... Uh, Xfinity goes, and like he said, they want to finish as high up in the points. In fact, I remember I used to point out that 
he is like, uh, I think, one year or one or two years there when he didn't make the playoffs. I think he was the first guy that didn't make the playoffs. Right. It was like a, it was in his class, if you, if, if you want to put it that way, of the people not in the chase or the or the playoffs. Uh, he, he led them, and he wants to get up as high as he can, like he said. But the points right now, um, John Hunter Nemechek, who has seven wins, is first. Second is Justin Allgaier. Third is Cole Custer. Fourth, Austin Hill. Fifth, Chandler Smith. Sixth, Sammy Smith. Seventh, Sheldon Creed. Eighth, Daniel Hemrick. Ninth, Parker Klingerman. And tenth is Jeb Burton. Jeremy is in nineteenth. And uh, doing some quick multiplying here. He's 58 points behind Ryan Seed. So that would be the next guy he's got to catch. And that might be a pretty tall order because that's a, that's a lot of points. But, you know, we'll never give up on Jeremy ever, ever, ever. And I think he's still got a win in him. I, and I'm, I'm sure he's going to get a top 10 before it's over with. <clears throat> and as we said, don't forget to show up at RJ Rockers on October 25th from 4 to 7 and meet Jeremy and see this gorgeous Halloween car that uh, I'm, I'm tickled that he shared it with Ronnie and I because I don't think it's that. Uh, he said it's not. That many people have seen it yet. The next race will be on um, next Saturday, October the 7th, and that will be at the Roval in Charlotte, the drive for the Cure 250, and that will be at 3.30 on, and that is a Saturday, on USA Network. And I can't wait to hear some of the feedback when Ryan Clary and so many other people go up there and and uh, and, and Daredevil, if he goes, and, and that, that should be cool. All right, moving ahead. Uh, the trucks are running today at the Love's RV Truck Stop, or just R- Love's RV Stop 250, and that will be at 1 o'clock on FS1. Of course, all the truck races are on FS1, and that will be at Talladega. The points, Corey Heim is first. Second is Christian Eckes is only one point behind. Third is Carson Hostsavar. Fourth, Grant Enfinger. Fifth, Zane Smith. Sixth is Ben Rhodes. Seventh, Nick Sanchez. Eighth, Ty Majeski. Ninth is Matt DiBenedetto. And tenth is Matt Crafton. Those last two have already been eliminated. And I think after Homestead, they're going to eliminate uh, four more and leave four for the championship out at Phoenix. So uh, they raced today at Talladega at 1 o'clock. ARCA, they raced today in Salem, Indiana, which is a very famous track for uh, open-wheel Indy cars, uh, sprint cars, and the such. And they run the Atlas 200, which will be on at 4 p.m. on FS2. Uh, I have one source that says it's at 4 o'clock. I have another source that says it's at 7.30. So if you don't see it at 4 o'clock, my guess is it'll be at 7.30, but it's on FS2. Uh, the Arca points, Jesse Love is the points leader. Andres Perez de Lara is second. Christian Rose is third. By the way, Jesse uh, Love has got nine wins. They're not catching him for the points uh, championship. Fourth is Malcolm in the middle, Frankie Muniz. Fifth, John Garrett. Sixth, Brad Smith. Seventh, A.J. Moyer. Eighth, William Sawalich. Ninth is Tony Breitinger, the Victoria's Secret model. And tenth is Tim Monroe. Jack Wood, no relation to me, is 11th. Um I'm going to touch on one more thing about Indy. I, I did it last week uh, about how some of the different drivers fared. But Alex Pillow is the champion. I didn't mention that Marcus Armstrong got Rookie of the Year. And uh, 
and he finished 20th in points. You would think maybe the there would have been a rookie higher in the points than that. But anyway, Indy is uh, off until St. Petersburg next, uh, I guess, next <laughs> April. IMSA. IMSA's coming up. October the 14th will be their next race at Road Atlanta to decide the championship. And leading is the Wheeling Cadillac that we always pull for out of Charlotte with Pipo Durrani and Alexander Sims. They have a three-point lead over the Acura of uh, Felipe, Felipe Albuquerque and Ricky Taylor. Third is the Penske Porsche, only five points out of the lead with uh, Matthews Jaminet and Nick Tandy. BMW is fourth. They're 38 points back with Nick Yaloli and Connor Filippi. And fifth is the other Penske Porsche with Felipe Nasser and Matt Campbell. And they are 73 points. And I don't think they can, uh, I don't think they can catch up. But, but those first three are, to pardon a very trite phrase, uh, you can cover those three with a blanket. If you could cover them with a Kleenex, I think. They are close. Formula One got back to its bad ways last week with... Uh, Max Verstappen winning again after not winning for a week there at uh, uh, and the, the previous race. I don't even remember where it was, but um, Ferrari did get in the winner's circle there. But last week it was Max Verstappen back in first. Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri were second and third driving McLarens. Fourth was Charles Leclerc in the Ferrari. And fifth was Lewis Hamilton. We will stop right there. The next race, by the way, for... For uh, Verstappen, that's he's won 13 out of 16 races so far this year, and 10 of the last 11. Next week they will drive. Uh, they were racing Qatar, or I still like to call it Qatar, at Lucille Qatar International uh, Circuit. It's called. And the last time they ran there was 2021, and, and uh, Lewis Hamilton won. But the points in Formula One, of course, is about as lopsided as it is for a. Uh, uh, Arca, more so. Max Verstappen is first. Sergio Perez second. Lewis Hamilton third. Fernando Alonso fourth. And Carlos Sainz is fifth. Um, television coming up this weekend. We got a little more than we had last week. I guess we've already missed the truck qualifying, which was on FS2. It ended at 11 o'clock. But the race itself will be at 1 o'clock this afternoon. And that's on FS1, Trucks at Talladega. And uh, I tell you what, it's exciting. They they will be flying. Ronnie and I both got coughing here, and I think I'm about to hit my rev limiter. Uh, Cup qualifying will be from 4.30 to 6 at Talladega this afternoon. That's on USA. Um, This is where I'll get the, the, the other time for the ARCA race. This says Salem on FS2. That much we're sure of. But this one says 7.30. Racersreference.com has uh, 4 o'clock. So if you want to see the ARCA race, uh, start looking at 4. And tomorrow, the cup race at um, Talladega, always exciting. There will be a big crash and maybe a new winner. But um, that's at 2 o'clock on NBC, the main network. So... uh, Ronnie, I got it all in with 52 seconds to spare. Well, I'm proud of you. You did a good job. Well, me and my voice hanging in there. I'm <laughs> drinking this, uh, this grape propel. Oh, okay. I've got my good old McDonald's sweet tea. Yep. So, uh, good show. That was that was a special one. Um, 
it will be, if anybody's interested, Lanny will probably have that on the podcast. Uh, I mean, generally, it's by the middle of the afternoon. I right. usually get some sort of... And this uh, this has been a really fun show. I've really enjoyed it. Glad. Uh, glad. Sorry you missed it, Greg. Uh, but um, just get well, get your foot well or ankle or whatever it is, and come back and uh, join us next week. We're going to do it again. We've only got a few shows left, so uh, if you miss one now, you're... Uh, you're running out of chances. We appreciate everybody listening. Rex White, Jeremy Clements in the studio. Fantastic show. Uh, Natalie, we're not coming, but uh, the rest of you, keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. The home for Bump and Run with Tyler Sugart. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3.